0: from the gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. That time Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he went and dwelt in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, towards the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. proclaims the Gospel. Glory to you, O oh Lord. Glory to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Every year on the Sunday after Pentecost, after, rather after Theophany, we have this descriptive passage. The passage comes from the book of Isaiah and then is quoted in the Gospel of Matthew. It goes, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, toward the sea across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who sat in the region and the shadow of death, light has dawned. So descriptive, sitting in darkness. Not just being in darkness, not living in darkness, but sitting in darkness. It shows a great uh, comfort with the darkness, familiarity with the darkness. And how it says, in the region and the shadow of death. So there in darkness is the shadow of death. And yet now a light has dawned. Interestingly, in the book of Isaiah, in the Old Testament, the verb is in the future tense. A light will dawn. And in the Gospel of Matthew, the evangelist decides to just change those verbs a little bit. Say, look, the light has dawned. That thing that you heard about so long ago, now it has happened. Now it has occurred. And here's what the evangelist John has to say about this. This is from the, uh, the first chapter of the Gospel of John. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony to bear witness to the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light, the true light that enlightens every man coming into the world. Christ, the true light, enlightens all. This is a hymn from the presanctified liturgy. The light of Christ illumines all. The light has come to those who are sitting in darkness. Now, we've all been in a dark place. And for right now, I'm just talking about actual physical light and darkness. Imagine being in a dark place. Or like if you've done a tour of a cave, and they turn off the lights, and it's utter darkness. And then when the lights come on, or like when you're sleeping in your room, and the lights are suddenly turned on, it just overwhelms you, and the darkness evaporates. It's as though the darkness was never there. Because the darkness has no power over the light, as the Gospel of John says. The darkness could not overcome it. Light is the thing that has power. Now imagine those people in in Zebulun and Naphtalim. So in the, the Gospel, if you read a little bit before that, Christ has just come into his public ministry. He's 30 years old. He goes to be baptized by John. John hesitates, but he says, baptize me. And then immediately after that, he's carried by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. He's there for 40 days and 40 nights. And then right after that, is this time when he goes into this land, the Galilee of the Gentiles. Christ hadn't even called his disciples yet. So it was just him. Imagine God incarnate walking down the dusty road into your village. A light has shone. It's hard to even imagine what that was like for the people there. But they saw that light. Him walking through their village. Him coming through just with a word or with a touch. Healing people. He radiated peace and joy and love. He encouraged the people. He gave them words on which they could live by and find consolation in difficult times. He gravitated toward the children, toward the elderly, toward repentant sinners, toward the humble, and he chastised the leaders, those who were unfaithful. For three years he wandered in Judea. He wandered all over those lands. He collected his disciples with him, and then he had more and more people following him. But he just traveled and traveled and traveled, bringing this light to as many people as would receive the light. Those who sat in darkness saw the light. And some still sat in darkness, but many saw that great light. And upon those who sat in the region in the shadow of death, light has dawned. We know that we live in a dark world. We're in the region in the shadow of death right now, as we have always been. This is nothing new. Yet there's light the love of Christ in us. God won't abandon His people. He won't abandon, in fact, every single soul that He has brought into the world. He will not abandon them. He will bring His light to them through us. The light of Christ illumines all. This is the good news that we share with the entire world. The light has two different qualities to it, or two important qualities, rather, the many qualities of light. One is that it expels darkness. You see, darkness is not the opposite of light. Darkness is the absence of light. Darkness has no substance. In this way, it's exactly as good and evil. Evil has no substance. There is good, which is God, and then there's not. That's all there is. And this can give us great power to realize that darkness has no power. Light overcomes it. All that darkness needs is some light. And then it doesn't exist anymore. Because it has no substance. The other quality of light is that it gives warmth. Even those tiny little taper candles back there in the narthex, you get up close to them, you can feel some warmth from them. Likewise, the light of Christ warms us. It makes our soul, which is cold and hard, to be warm, to be the abode of our Lord. In the communion hymns, it says, the preparations for communion, it says, May the ember of your body light up my darkness. See, Christ kindles the flame inside of us. And that warmth is something that other people feel. They're attracted to And of course, it's an incrimination and they're not attracted to warmth because we don't have the warmth of Christ. But that warmth is something that we can then bring into the world. So how do we attract the light of Christ? I'll finish with this thought. How do we attract the light of Christ? Because this is what we all desire. It's what the world needs. It's what will bring about salvation for everyone. Our Lord gave us the answer in the Gospel today. What did he say at the very end? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. Repent. I don't know how many parents are out there who know the Orthodox uh, singer-songwriter Gigi Shadid. There's a song, Repent, repent, repent. You just have to keep remembering those words. Repent. Again and again and again. How is repentance related to receiving the light? What is repentance? Repentance is simply turning away from the things that we have been and going towards the things that we are not yet. That's what repentance is. Turning away from the things that we have been and turning towards the things that we are not yet. And what's the thing that we have been? We've been sitting in darkness, like the gospel so vividly portrays. Sitting in darkness, contented in darkness, thrusting in darkness. And so repentance is simply to turn away from that. To say to our Lord, I don't want that anymore. I want this. I want you. And in this way, we attract the grace of God. In this way, we humble ourselves. Because we can't be humble unless we first realize there's something wrong with us. There's something wrong in our lives. Sitting in darkness is not the normal way that humans should be. And yet it seems so normal. So let us attract the light by the simple act of repentance. Because the kingdom of God is at hand. Christ's light has into, shone into the world and it is there and all that we have to do is take hold of that light, receive the warmth, cast out the darkness and then unite ourselves to Christ. Amen.